Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Unmasked. I'm Neil Getzlow, joined, as always, by my producer, Ben Shrewsbury. Ben, thanks for being here and helping out, as always. Hi, Neil. This is going to be Hello. a fun show. Yeah, this is going to be kind of a, a short and sweet episode. We'll see how short it, it goes. but um, It's probably going to get us know. in trouble, but, you know. <laughs> uh, no, no, no. I kind of want to... Um, I mean, this is a, a topic that's uh, near and dear to my heart, maybe not for in the way you might think. And, uh, you know, the, uh, the title of this one is um, March Sadness. Uh, I'm not sure how your bracket is doing, Ben. Did you fill out a bracket for the NCAA tournament this year? Uh, to be honest, with the way COVID was looking when the basketball season started, I wasn't sure we were going to get here. <laughs> yeah. So, so I stopped following it because <laughs> if you remember when college basketball started in the fall, COVID was getting bad again. And I was like, oh boy, they're going to, yeah. sh- they're going to shut this down or something. Yeah. yeah, no, they made it and they're having a real tournament and fans of uh, Baylor and Kentucky uh, definitely were. Um, feeling a bit of March sadness. Um, with Who's left? I know well, a bunch of big schools got knocked right out. Yeah, there was a lot. And, you know, when we're recording this show, the Sweet 16 is still going on. So don't know who's in the Final Four just yet. Well, in a few days, uh, my team is still in there, University of Kansas. But, you know, in, in March for me, March for me used to be my Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, and Fourth of July, and Memorial Day, and any other holiday you wanted to name, all wrapped up into one month, and that was that was March. Uh, and then that's because I, 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 I loved college basketball, and I still like college basketball. Um, but I, I'll say I, I watch very little of it now following you know sort of this uh transformation that i've i've had in my life and but march was a time of the year where i just <laughs> you know i would be gone every weekend um out drinking and watching college basketball with my friends and it wasn't just it, it wasn't just uh and, you know, there, look, there's nothing wrong with, with loving sports, right? You know, it's like, how can loving sports be bad, be a sin? And, you know, I think, you know, the overwhelming majority of, of positive memories that, that I've had in my life is, have kind of centered around sports, going to games, um, celebrating wins, crying about losses for sure. But for me, the, the, the issue was I – treated sports as it was part of my identity and i think that's where i think that's where a lot of people get in trouble today just the amount of emotional capital people invest in their sports teams and in their sports heroes and treat them like idols i think that's where that's that's when things go sideways uh in in um in my mind, that's where it went sideways for me. I know we've talked about this in the past, Ben, 
like I, I, I use the success or failures of my sports team. That's what set the mood for me for the week. I, I mean, okay. I, I can see where that's a problem, but at the same time, as we're recording this last week, the twins just went out and signed Carlos Correa. Yeah. You think I wasn't jumping up and down, screaming sure. that we that we just went and got Correa? Now, do I think the Twins are anywhere near closer to a World Series than we were before we got them? No, because we still can't pitch worth a you-know-what. Try not to cuss on this show. Well, <laughs> thank you for that. I appreciate it. Um, we are going to keep it G, PG at the worst on here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, like this um, this week as, as we're recording it, the Chiefs just traded Tyreek Hill to the Miami Dolphins. I think the Chiefs are fine. If, if, <laughs> if we're going to talk about the Chiefs, I think they're fine. Yeah, I'm not too – I mean, I'm I, I not too concerned one way or the other. Uh, it's just people people have lo- been losing their mind over what's going to happen. Are the Chiefs going to be any good? How could they tra- trade – Tyreek Hill and all this stuff. And it's, it's called just, you went and got Juju Smith-Schuster for cheap. I'd have traded him too. Yeah, I mean it's. Uh, but I mean, I think that's the you know that's the thing. People just live and die on their sports teams, and and I used to be the same way. Um, with without question, but I you know as I've gone on this faith journey over the past couple of years, you know. I have sort of, well, not sort of, I've recalibrated where my priorities lie. And, and I've gone from a time where March, there was more sadness in March for me uh, over the past three decades watching Kansas basketball. There was only one March uh, over, over that time that I left feeling happy when they won the national championship in 2008. All the other times, they lost to end the season. So... It was it was a lot of sadness, and you know to show you, I think, and this is a, a good a good reminder for myself on how far I've come in sort of recalibrating my priorities and trying to, you know, fill myself up with what I consider for, for me is the good stuff that I need to to uh, fill my heart up. Like I, I filled out a bracket this year for March Madness. Uh, I am currently, I believe the last time I checked, I was in the the bottom 10%, bottom 10% of all brackets on ESPN, which put me somewhere in the category of like 6 million, <laughs> ranked 6 millionth or so, something just absolutely horrible. And like in the past, I would have totally, like that would have crushed me because in the past I've been near the top of brackets because I watched so much sports like I just I, I knew my stuff and now I'm proud to say I don't I really outside of watching the KU game I don't know anything about any of any other college basketball team I am just um, and, and that's actually a comforting thought um, for me because you know that's one of the things that that I had to learn uh, in my faith walk was, you know, we're commanded to love God first, above everything else. Love God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And that there's just there's just nothing more important. But, you know, like I said, I, 
up until up until 2020, two years ago, we're still not even to the two-year mark, which is hard to believe. I didn't have a relationship with God at all. I had a. I, had I a don't think not to yeah. cut you off or anything. I don't think sports should be the most important part of anyone's life. I don't. But because it's not the most important part of mine. Yeah. No. Totally. I. I yeah. And I'm just speaking from my own experience. But I get it from what you're saying, and it ties back to the sports betting conversation, and I think that's where the real addiction comes in is the gambling. Yeah, I mean, for me, uh, and again, this is just for me, but I know that there are other men out there like me because I see it on social media, and I see it in, in my own life of, of people who are just, you know, lose their mind over sports and get so angry, like I did. I did. I You know, my – the the – when I say I didn't have a relationship with God, my relationship two years ago was all about sports. And honestly, I think it was as harmful to me as, as was my addiction to pornography. Uh, no, I didn't have any sort of betting. Uh, I, I, I didn't. I bet in small amounts, like 5 and $10 at a time. Like, we're not talking any large sums of money. But, yeah, I mean, it can be habit-forming just like anything else, of course. Gambling is an addiction in sports where a lot of people think they are the experts because they watch a lot. But uh, I've, I've, I've watched enough Vegas lines move to know Vegas knows everything when it comes to sports betting. They also know I, nothing. <laughs> well, but if you look at the, the, the lines they set on games, it's remarkable how close, not, not all the time, but how a lot of games on the point spread or the over-under on games, is remarkably close. Um, because they are... Pay- Sports is the most important thing to those odd-setters' lives because that's how they make their money. I mean, if you were paid to get as close as you could on a number when it came to a sports game, I think you'd be pretty good at it, too. Yeah. If that was your job, I mean, I think you'd be... You'd be as good as anybody, but the problem I have with sports gambling, as it's become more legal, and it should be legal, I'm not saying anything against legalized sports gambling. I think it's ridiculous that it was ever illegal in the first place. The The problem I have with it is it's kind of decentralized, if that makes any sense. There's a thousand different avenues for it, and I get it, free market. Problem with that is you're giving someone who might be addicted to sports gambling all these different avenues to do so as opposed to one central avenue where they can be cut. I mean, it. I just, I'm not crazy about it, but at the same time, Gambling debt is much less of a thing than it used to be because you don't really gamble with cash anymore. You gamble with your credit card. Sure. I don't know if that makes any sense. Or you gamble with your debit card. Most of these DraftKings and FanDuel and all these places, most of them only take debit cards. So you're not gambling with your credit card. You are gambling with your actual bank card. Yeah. And and you can't go into debt on it because... They're protected by your debit card, which is well, smart. You, which is smart for both sides. 
Well, you can't go into debt, but you can lose your mortgage payment. Exactly. But you also take out the kind of nastier side of betting, the more criminal side with the debt. So you've eliminated one problem and created a whole other one, and you just mentioned what it was. You can knock out your mortgage payment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and I think – oh, I'm sorry, Ben. You eliminate one problem, you cause another, but that's kind of just life. It, you can eliminate a problem, but there's always going to be another one that's going to sprout as a result of the solution to the other one. Yeah. I mean, but – and so, you know, like you said, gambling wasn't necessarily a, a thing that that I partake in a lot while watching sports. I mean, sports for me was, again, just like pornography, it was sort of a, a, a gateway drug. When I needed an escape, when I was feeling anxious, I, I would turn to porn and, and or sports. Um, anyway, and, and watching the game itself wasn't necessarily the issue sometimes. It, I think it's more of, of what would happen to me when I would watch the game. Like I would, I would get irrationally angry when something went bad. If I'm, and look, I'm talking about college basketball here. If the team I was rooting for, the that 18 year old kid missed a free throw to cost them the game, I was, I I was not a nice person, and I was calling that that young man who did not set out to lose the game some very unkind names, and I would get irrationally depressed if my team lost or I would get irrationally happy if they won. And I remember this was in 1997. Kansas was the number one team in the country. They lost to Arizona. Uh, at the time was a one of the, a major upset, even though Arizona had like six NBA players on their, that team. And I just laid on the floor of my living room and like cried for like an hour after the game. And uh, in the, you know, so at that time, like I was, I was in my late twenties at that time. I wasn't like twelve years old, so uh, that was not good. You know, and if if I were to meet up with friends to watch the game, I'd go out and do it for three or four hours, and I'd leave Amy at home because Amy didn't want to go hang out at the bars and she wasn't into drinking all that much at this time. So I'd go out and get drunk and, and leave Amy home alone. And like I said, during March Madness, this was my month to celebrate college basketball for all I could. And I'd be out hanging with my friends every weekend. And like this would be a huge weekend, especially with, with KU still playing, that we'd be out you know, all weekend watching the games, and again, leaving I'm I'm leaving Amy home alone, and it wasn't just that I would go to watch the game and and just have a, a beer or two. Uh, there would be a lot of shots, a lot of Long Island iced teas before, during, and after the game. Regardless, of you're making me want a Long Island iced tea. Yeah, uh, uh, the thought of that is makes me sick because. I got sick on those one night. How do you get sick on a long? Never mind. Keep you went, yeah, yeah, that's a whole other story. <laughs> I mean, that, well, because I literally passed out in a sports bar during a basketball game, 
because I was drink, I had too many Long Island iced teas, and I wasn't just sipping those. I was literally like just chugging those through a straw. Okay, that's how that's how that happened. I don't even know how you did that. I'm both impressed and like not at the same time. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, <clears throat> excuse me, pardon my cold. Um, it's fine. I mean, we'll take so it on look, post. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Uh, look, I'll be honest. I drove home drunk on more than one occasion, and I'm I'm not too proud of that. And I mean, it's I don't know how I didn't end up hurting myself or hurting someone else by making those horrible decisions. And there were even some, you know, a few times I'd say that uh, my boys would would still be up when I'd come home and I'd they'd see me come stumbling in from the garage like I, I just um, yeah I just I just think about that now and, and cringe at some of the things that I did. Uh, it's just some of the things that, that sports led me to do, drinking led me to do. And, um, yeah, I just I, – I turn I turn my sports teams and I turn my my heroes, sports heroes, into idols. And I place them in not just sports but just really everything, um, everything about culture. And so um, I want to turn it back to to faith here real quick before we, we wrap up this – um short short episode but uh you know one of the one of the first uh, church services i went to um, following when i you know started going to church in 2020 um, our pastor was talking about removing your high places from your life and you know the way he described it the high places were in the bible these holy places that people would would go to go to and, and worship god but there were some kings who turned those high places into places where people would place their idols and they would sin. And uh, he, he would describe them as any place where we continually return to and dishonor and disobey God. I know it's wrong. I know God doesn't want me to do it, but I gain pleasure from it. That's a high place. You know, for, for some people, it's sex. It was for me. For others, it's money, and I can check the box there. Some people at high places gossip and, and talking about other people. And then I think for myself, obviously, we just spent the past few minutes talking about sports was my man-made high place. And what, what the pastor said, it was your except. Like, I love you, God, except when this is happening. And so, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example here. And um, you know, on our first date, Amy asked if I was into sports. I think we talked about this, um, on her, on part one of her episode a, a few shows ago. And I definitely was not honest <laughs> with my answer. In fact, if, I think if I was being truthful, truthful, I would have uh, told her, I said, Amy, I love you except when the Jayhawks, St. Louis Blues, Kansas City Chiefs, St. Louis Cardinals, or other some random international soccer game is on TV. And I, I think when you allow your accept and your high place to rule your life, you're leaving the room for destruction. And you're leaving room in your life to, to be destroyed by, by those idols that you're, you're putting up um, ahead of God. So, um, like I said, I just, you know, there's nothing wrong with 
with being a sports fan and enjoying sports. And this is the time of the year where you have basketball, you're going to have NBA playoffs, you're going to have the start of Major League Baseball. And before we know it, football season is here. And I just, you know, if, if, if this sounds familiar to you and you're out maybe doing things that are destructive um, in your life while you're out watching sports or if you're putting sports ahead of spending time with your wife, with your kids, um, I, I just say, you know, like I was in that same position. And for me, I needed the help of, of God, one, to break, to help break me what I consider an addiction to watching sports and letting the emotions that sports bring rule my world. And God had to, to in, in order to do that, not only did I have to ask God for help, he had to bring COVID into the world and basically shut down the sports world for 2020 to really get to get my attention and to realize that I needed to set my priorities straight. And while it's fun to watch sports and I still enjoy it, I do not, my, my, my mood and my identity is not tied any shape or form anymore in how my teams do. And I just, it just, it just, it's, I see it for what it is, which is entertainment. And, you know, for me, I had to, I had to tear down those high places. I had to take off my mask and I decided to, to love God first. It was, and that's what changed it for me. And I fill myself up on on different things now that bring me more more contentment and more joy than sitting down and watching the NFL or college basketball for a few hours. So wanted to get this episode out as March Madness was going on, as I know a lot of people are looking at brackets and seeing where they stand. And also if your team has been eliminated, over the past couple of weeks, I know that that um, that pain is there, that sorrow of of having your team losing. But um, yeah, you know, it's uh, you got to tear down those high places, and you've got to. Um, for me, again, I just I got back to God, and you know, I I'm just enjoying things a little bit better. So Ben, that's I I think. I go from March sadness now to, I don't even know how I would describe it, March joy maybe, but not for the reasons that it used to be. I, I mean, I never got into college basketball like as big as everybody else has. It seems like it sweeps the nation in March. I, nobody cares when it starts, but by the time we get to March, everybody cares. I got into it for a couple of years. I'm a diehard baseball guy. I mean, die hard. I'm a Twins fan till the end of the time, the end of time. But, you know, the baseball is so much different than every other sport in the sense that it's 162 games. So you can't really let it impact your life like that. But you could. I, I don't see how. There's no healthy way to do that. Well, you plop yourself down in front of the TV for... 160 games since they're all on TV now. I mean, black. Trust me, I've I've done that. Maybe not 160, but I would tune in every night as much as I could. 
I mean, there have been years where I've gone to 20 games. But no. th- but that was because we had tickets. We're not just not going to go. I mean, the only way me and my dad could bond, and this is kind of a bright side of sports, the only way me and my dad could ever get along is if we were watching sports. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which which is kind of a bright side to sports, right? We've talked about the negative, the possible negative. The possible positive is it brings people together. Absolutely. And I don't want to discount that. It, it is important. It's where I spent a lot of time with, with my oldest son watching sports. And we've, we went, we've, been, we've seen some amazing games together and had some incredible moments together. And I, I appreciate those moments. Um, and I still enjoy watching sports with him now i mean it's uh, funny I, I wish you could i wish i could re- record myself how i used to watch games a couple of years ago to how i watch them today because um you might think that i was just like dead <laughs> watching the game because before i would be yelling and jumping around and throwing remotes and cussing and not just not being you know very rational and and it did, I, you know, and I could see it, it, it rubbed off on my son and he would, he would act the same way. But now over the past couple of years, again, it's, it's something that I'm just watching. I'm enjoying the moment with him watching the game and enjoying some really talented athletes competing at a really high level. I mean, that's, that's where I get the enjoyment now. And yeah, it's nice if your team wins, but hey, if if they didn't, um, more times often than not, the game is pretty good, and you get to hang out with some cool people. So, I guess the 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 point, the moral of all this, is just don't let sports be a high place for you. I know it's it's an important part of people's lives, and it does bring people together. But just just remember, there are are more important things. There are other ways to connect with your family and with your friends beyond sports. And, um, yeah, I just just take it for what it is, that it's, it's entertainment, and, and don't let it be your identity, and don't let it ruin your attitude or, or ruin your mood for an entire week if your team goes down in flames in the Final Four this weekend or, or whatever team you're rooting for. So um, just wanted to share that perspective in the middle of March, a month for me that used to be – Used to be the uh, the highlight of the year. Now, hey, you know, it's just March, and that's I like it that way. Even though I am in six millionth place in my tournament bracket. So, hey, thanks for thanks for tuning in for uh, another episode of Unmasked. We will be back again next week for another awesome interview. Ben's going to be back. I know we're going to have a guest on next week. Still trying to, we'll have a schedule. Um, coming up so we appreciate you tuning in we appreciate you coming along on this journey and uh, just remember that Jesus did not come to hang out with the saints and the righteous he came out to hang with the sick and the sinners of the world just like you and just like me have a good week everybody